The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Dixon & Company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. This week, Ben and I dive into what the difference is between a financial coach and a financial planner and how financial coaching conversations could potentially benefit you. All this and more on today's episode of the Financial Edge Podcast. Welcome back to the Financial Edge Podcast. My name is Tyler Schweigert. Joining me once again is Ben Schamberger. What's up? Both financial advisors here at Dixon & Company Wealth Management in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Ben, what's going on, man? All kinds of stuff, man. So uh, I am uh, hunkered down in my makeshift office in the conference room trying to get it done. So Yeah, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen you in a couple days because you've just been in the books getting ready for the CFP exam, the Certified Financial Planner. Yeah, I'm excited. It's coming up, man. It's coming up real quick, so hopefully it goes well. Lord willing. Man, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I know I'm right in the middle of studying my, my final to second to last class, the estate planning. And I know you say you're doing estate planning today is today. what you're focusing yeah, yeah. on, right? Man, that's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's really really neat stuff that's um you know highly relevant. Um, it's amazing the level of detail you can get into. It's its own animal, but um it's it's definitely a beast. Did you know how much information was going to be involved in the aspect of financial planning before you started the CFP? No, like it's kind of mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. I think maybe if you'd been in the industry years and years and years, or if you just grew up around it, mm -hmm. um, which I did not have either one of those to my benefit. So yeah, it was it was definitely mind boggling. I remember when I sat and took my Series Seven and my Series Sixty Six, and I'm like, man, I feel like a genius now. Like I feel like I know it all. <laughs> That's right. And then you come out of that, and you start going down like the CFP route and you start getting into the classes and all the comprehensiveness between the investments and the retirement income planning and estate planning, insurance. And all of a sudden you, you're like, man, I, what did I even learn in those first couple? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it sometimes going through the materials like, I think I feel really small right now. Yeah. All right. So Ben, today you and I are going to be jumping into the difference between financial planning and financial coaching. And I know a lot of our listeners, you know, when, when we talk about financial planning versus coaching, it almost might sound like it could be the same type of thing. Right. Right. Now, we know that it's not. Mm -hmm. But what's like the primary differentiation? If you had to kind of explain just to some some of our listeners, what's the difference between a coaching client versus somebody that's like a financial planning client? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And it's probably going to help if we give you kind of our definition of it and then go back and give you a couple of examples of each one. Hmm. So that, that way it will help you as a listener, especially if you've never even heard of one or the other or perhaps even both of them. So we'll start with financial planning. So for me, financial planning is really uh, comprehensive in nature where you're looking at multiple facets of uh, a client's financial life. So you might be talking about anything from college planning to uh, insurance, maybe there's estate planning, there could be investment analysis, there could be, you know, retirement plans for, uh, you know, the, the husband and wife or, or whoever, right? There's all these different 
areas of financial planning that now all of a sudden come together as one kind of comprehensive thing. And we're looking at your goals. So they could be mm-hmm. qualitative in nature. Uh, some of the data we're going to be looking at is going to be more quantitative, so like numerical in nature. Um, yeah. But it's pulling all of that together. Um, and, you know, and typically it's going to be done. I won't say it's always done this way because some people do it differently, but typically you might have a series of planning engagements that happen in a very short period of time. Um, yep. And then there's the ongoing kind of maintenance and monitoring of the plan over time. Right. Yeah, that's one of the things I, I really love about planning is that it's the, the comprehensive nature of it because it takes all the different moving parts within a person's financial life. Because, I mean, money touches everything. Right. And so it's just taking everything that money tends to influence and pulling it into one plane and seeing how it all works together. It's like taking all the individual instruments and forming a symphony. Yeah. And then at the end of the plan, you're just continuing to see how all that comes together. Yeah. And so ah, it's just, it's so much fun, especially when you start building out the plan, you start seeing the plan coming together and, and how it starts impacting the client, Lord willing, in, in the positive way as the different aspects of the plan are being executed. So yeah, really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm of the belief that, you know, I love the the imagery you used of like an orchestra, like when it when it all comes together. I'm of the belief that when you do financial planning, it's almost as if you can create this visual story through numbers. And so for a lot of people, you know, if you're not numbers oriented, that might be kind of hard to even think about at first. But as you begin to look at the numbers and then understand what they represent, then now all of a sudden you can begin to see this picture unfold. And so for a lot of the people that we work with, they look at this story that we're presenting to them on screen mm-hmm. um, or, or through documents, and now all of a sudden it begins to click for the first time. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know one of the, the, the hardest questions that I was ever asked when I first started even considering, you know, say financial planning for myself, and I know it's it's something that I discuss regularly with my clients, you know, is is how much is enough? Because, you know, we're saving for something. Right. You know, especially like myself or as as we've had our other podcasts, like we're saving for something. There's a reason why we're trying to figure out, you know, how to save, why to save. Mm -hmm. But when you try and quantify that, like, well, okay, well, how much is enough? Like, how much do you need to have the lifestyle that you want? That's a hard question. Yeah. Because it's hard to answer that. Like, man, I just know I want more. Right. And if I just have a little bit more that'll be enough. Right. But when you get there, do you really ever know when you're there? Right. And so, I mean, planning is something that really helps to quantify that for you. It helps you understand how much is enough to accomplish the lifestyle that you want in whatever retirement type of scenario that could be, Mm -hmm. which doesn't necessarily mean you stop working. Right. It could just mean you choose to work because you want to. Or you work because maybe you have to, mm-hmm. but you have more options. Yeah. Or whatever it could be. So, all right. So that's that's a little bit about planning. Mm-hmm. Let's dial it back a little bit. Let's go from like the macro planning to what what is financial coaching? Yeah. So financial coaching, at least for me, um, I think, again, if you ask multiple advisors, you're probably going to get different answers. But I think for me, knowing what we do here in the office and knowing kind of what our clients need, it's really almost a subset, if you will, of financial planning, um, or maybe like a form of financial planning. But within that, you're really kind of getting 
down to our grassroots fundamental, you know, basic level. Like we're we're not gonna get, uh, we're not gonna be at the point of of <laughs> valuation of a business and then tying that into succession planning and then you know tying that into the investment accounts and how all of that needs to kind of tie together. I think really right. that that financial coaching is more of hey, we see an opportunity to enhance what you're doing, improve what you're doing on the fundamental le- level could be something as simple as, you know, budgeting for the first time. Or right. maybe you've done budgeting, but really haven't been good uh, at tracking it, which is something I hear people tell me a lot, a lot of the times. And so now there's an opportunity for us to really improve upon some certain aspect of your financial um, life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I love what you said because it's exactly right when it comes to the fundamentals. I know when I, you know, first graduated from college and I got my first job and you, you're working and you're like, all right, I'm doing what I think I should be doing. But a part of me, I always wish I had somebody I could go talk to about it. Right. And if say, for example, your parents weren't really money savvy, not a slam against them. But, you know, most likely if, if that's the case, you might not be going and talking to your parents about you know, your financial decisions. Right. But on the other side of that, I was like, man, I don't feel like I have enough to be able to go talk to a financial planner or a financial advisor. Right. And I don't even know where to start when it comes to like what to ask, who to go talk to, which we're going to have another podcast yeah. on those types of questions on like, how do I interview a financial planner? Right. How do I interview a financial advisor? What kind of questions should I ask? Like, those are important things. But for somebody that's just starting out or knows that they're they're doing the right things or they think they are and they're starting to look for a little bit of refinement or maybe they just don't know what they're doing or it's it's a brand new concept to them of man i have this job and i have all these benefits but i don't really know what to take advantage of i don't know how much to to utilize them yeah i don't know what really helps me out there or i have you know a savings account and it's just growing but i don't know what to do with it right i'm not really actively managing it I mean, all these different things, or say you're about to start a family, mm-hmm. or you're about to get married, or you're about to make a major purchasing decision, and you just, you might need a little help figuring out if it's the right thing. Right. Like, that's where coaching comes into play. For us, it's it's about helping develop the money mentality mm-hmm. in order to help add that confidence to whatever the financial decision is. I know it's a little catchy, you know, phrase. That no, we I like say, it. But it's... You know, we, we, we give the edge to financial education. Yeah. Like that's what coaching is for us. And that's our goal here. So I don't know. What are your thoughts? No, I a hundred percent agree. Um, and it's, you said something about, you know, like people having the, the thought or wondering, or maybe even the fear of like, you know, can I even go talk to a financial advisor? Like what's really cool, at least for us in terms of how we do it here is we make it so that it becomes really easy, um, and affordable for somebody to come in and, and have that conversation and not feel like, okay, like, well, I don't want to go talk to an advisor because I don't have, you know, half a million dollars in an IRA, you know, and I'm five years right. away from retirement. Now, all of a sudden we open up and we can have that conversation with, with anybody that's just about in any aspect of their adult life when they, when they want to talk about money. And so then they can come in, they can find a plan uh, that, that works for them. Uh, you know, we have several different programs here that we use, but we, they can choose a program that really works for them that fits within their budget. And now all of a sudden they're getting the help that they want and need. One of the biggest things that I hear people tell us all the time is how much they appreciate just the level of accountability, you know, obviously the insights, but the level of accountability to say, Hey, like, 
mentally, I know this thing over here, but just having somebody where I can come check in on a semi-regular basis and say, hey, here's where I'm at, and then just be able to dialogue back and forth, people said that they found that really valuable. But no, I think that's exactly right. I really think that the financial accountability aspect is one of the most beneficial pieces to this whole thing. Yeah. Because if you know that you have a consistent time that you're going to be meeting with somebody or somebody's going to be reaching out to you to ask you a question about a financial decision that you're about to make or how you're thinking about it, well, it kind of puts you in a more critical position now. Man, I do need to think about this differently. Or if I'm learning this fundamentals, how am I actually applying them at this point? Or can I just abandon them? Yeah. Right? I mean, I I don't know. That's That's been one of the biggest blessings I know for seeing you know us working with with different individuals is just or families even of you know helping even the communication aspect sometimes of how people are communicating with each other about money and yet when it comes to money it just seems to be the one area that people it's it's almost taboo yeah like i don't want to talk about money right i don't because money tends to reflect a lot of different things about our lifestyle right because what what's important to us we're spending money on exactly right and so it's not always that it's the money in and of itself. It's the thing that the money represents for us, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it could be it could be that house. It could be that relationship. It could be, um, you know, the, the material possessions. You know, it, it could be a lot of different things. You know, it, it could be maybe you're a really, really giving person, um, but somehow you never seem to have, you know, money left over at the end of the month. Like money reveals all these different things. I think you were the one that maybe said uh, money is an amplifier. Right. Um, yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, it definitely amplifies. And you can see it if you track it. But see, I mean, even the accountability side, one of the reasons that we, we continue to, to recommend, you know, all the time with, with our active savings, you know, a huge piece of that is know your, know your numbers. Know your numbers. Know yeah. where your money's going. Because if you don't know where it's going, it's telling you where you're going. Yeah. And that's possibly nowhere. So I have a question. So if if somebody's listening to this podcast right now and they're thinking, you know what, this is really interesting. There's financial planning and and then there's financial coaching. I want to be able to provide them a little bit of um, deeper insight. So maybe one or, or two questions here. So the first question is this. Who, who should consider financial planning and maybe who's the type of person that might consider more of financial coaching? Mm, that's a great question. Yeah, I would say for the person to consider um, or somebody that would be considering financial planning, that's probably more along the lines of somebody like, all right, I would say everyone needs a financial plan, okay, but not everybody needs a financial planner. Got it. I don't know if that makes sense or not. I'm following you. I heard another financial advisor or planner say that a long time ago, and it kind of made sense because everybody needs like a plan. I don't, I don't care if it's like basic or if it's just like I know I'm going to need to save a little bit of money mm-hmm. consistently in order to help me get to this next level, depending on what your goals are. Okay. Right? But when it comes to coaching, coaching kind of gets a little bit more into the, the monotony of it or a little bit more into the detailed fundamentals of what it would take in order to get you to the point of even setting your plan up. Okay. Got it. So for example, a, a, a prime coaching client would be somebody that's uh, either maybe considering buying a home. Okay. Right. Home market is really, really hot right now mm-hmm. and it sets people up for a lot of potential failure if they don't do it the right way. Got it. And what that looks like, I can't tell you, 
because it's so dependent on each individual or family. But it's how do we get them ready to make the right decision? It's not telling them what decision to make. Mm -hmm. It's how do we prepare them to make the right decision? What information is relevant in that context? So it's the mental, it's the mental preparedness. It's the asking the right questions. It's the getting my finances actually ready. It's almost kind of like having that, um, that physical training coach that's going to get you ready for game day. It's kind of like that scenario. I really like that analogy. So maybe I don't need a full blown financial plan with, you know, insurance and estate planning and all that because, because we're not there yet, but maybe I need to actually say, Hey, what are the things I need to do? What are the top three or five or 10 things that I need to do to get ready for this next milestone? All right. You just gave me a great like picture. Okay. Perfect. A financial plan is like having a home, a home gym, all, all the pieces there of the home gym. Okay. A financial coach is the one that's showing you how to use them. Got it. Like how to actually exercise or how to run Yeah. or how to lift weights without hurting yourself. Whereas once you know the, those fundamentals, now you're looking at like the actual programs that work in order to accomplish your goals. Got it. That's what a planner is, is they lay out the plan. But if you don't know how to work out, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. So coaching is more along the lines of teaching how to work out. That's cool. Do you that like, makes sense do you, to me. Do you like that analogy? I do like that analogy. <laughs> I can I can track it and I see that. And like, Cause it's like, you know, I think in the age of COVID, it's a really easy thing to understand simply because like to be quite frank for a long time everybody was kind of if you were working out you were either doing it like at a park by yourself or at home right Amen. so it all made sense to me yeah. that way um so to that point here's the second question and follow-up the second question is is like all right well what are the what are some of the top common things that people want help with like you mentioned home buying a little bit ago so that makes sense to me but if i'm listening to the podcast right now and i'm thinking yeah, I'm still not sure exactly which one I might need, but I think I might still need some help. What are some examples of, of financial coaching or some of the top things that your clients come to you for? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I know my clients tend to reach out for primarily like, you know, budgeting help, tracking expenses, learning how to how to understand cash flow. Yeah. Um, looking at insurance policies sometimes, like just doing an analysis of what they currently have access to, maybe like through employer benefits. Okay. Um, and then even looking through, um, you know, understanding what taxes are mm. because not many, like, you know, we get to tax season, which we're in right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not using a CPA and you're trying to do your taxes on your own and you're just not familiar with it, that's, that's a pretty daunting task if you don't understand how the tax code works. Yeah. And I'm not saying like the whole tax code, my goodness, not even all the IRS agents probably know the whole tax code, but I'm saying the basics, the fundamentals for somebody that, you know, as a W2 employee or maybe a small business owner, yeah. understanding like like on our, our last episode where we had the cpa in here like which by the way is a great episode great episode so much knowledge there so many nuggets that i took from that yeah was that episode 10 right uh or goodness nine. i think it was like 12 as well oh my gosh we're, we're already getting, we're getting we're, up there man we're getting up there all right i know, I know. <laughs> um but yeah so you know for for things like that i mean what about you what have you found that your clients are coming and asking for yeah, so definitely home buying is a is a very strong um, you know motivator for people who are looking for financial coaching, trying to get ready for that home buying experience within twelve to eighteen months. So maybe you know I, I wouldn't say like if you're if you're trying to buy a home in the next two weeks, you, you probably already reached the point of having or at least hopefully acquired the knowledge that you need. But if you're thinking about you know buying at home within the next twelve to eighteen months, now's a great time to be 
having those conversations with a financial coach who can help you ask the questions, what I need to be doing in advance to make this a better experience than if I just waited to the last moment. So that's one. Um, I think obviously, you know, the budgeting and tracking, which is that that theme of knowing your numbers. For a lot of people, what I found out is they're either budgeting and the tracking is really difficult um, right. or, or haven't been doing it. Or it's like, you know what, like I'm not even... I don't even have experience in budgeting, but I want my life to look differently. And yeah. I know that part of that means I've got to figure out how to know and get a, have a better relationship with my money. Right. It all, it all starts there. Yeah. And yeah. I would say maybe even another one, uh, you, you talked about the workplace benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really cool area because I think it's oftentimes overlooked. But when we're having those conversations with people, oftentimes it's a point of leverage to say, hey, by the way, you know, I noticed that you have this benefit over here. Is there a reason why we are or aren't using this? And then now all of a right. sudden we're able to make that money work for you in a different way that can create additional value. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's even like, you know, maybe smaller things like say once you get the cash flow thing figured out. Well, let's say now you're trying to figure out if you want to buy a car or if you want to lease one mm-hmm. or if you want to buy a house or if you need to still rent or understanding you know, what's the difference? Like if you feel like you're going to be throwing all your money away, knowing what the numbers actually are for that. Or even knowing how much interest you're paying uh, on a home versus simply just, you know, the the price of a home. Right. Yeah. Right. So we talk about all those little things. Yeah. We start getting into the details of that. And that's what helps our clients to make better informed decisions. It gives them the edge when it comes to building their financial future. Yeah. And then getting them to a position where they feel confident on their money decisions and money habits. It's it's a great thing. It's a great thing, man. I love so. it. So so I would highly encourage you if you're listening to this podcast right now and you think, you know what? Yeah, that does make sense. Um and, and that's exactly where I am. Take a moment and reach out to us. We'd love to to help you or at least have uh, a conversation with you on the on the front end of things and just say, Hey, look, where are you at now? Where do you want to be? And let's see if we can help you. Yeah, and if it's something that that works, guys, look, we do our, our first consultation at no cost. Yeah. So we want to know if we're even going to be a good fit for whoever we decide to work with. Exactly. And so if we are, we'll tell you. If we're not, we'll tell you. Yeah. So Ben and I love working with people that are hungry to grow. That's right. We've got resources that we want to get in your hands. We got all sorts of different thought process and mentality, and and we want to just be with you every step of the way. Yeah, because for me, it's it's not about the money. You know, I, I'll never forget having this conversation with my wife when we first got married. But it's uh, she, in her very uh, unique and special way, uh, informed me that it's not about the money. At the end of the day, it's about so much more than that. And and I think for me doing what I do now, I can see that in such a clear way that she's absolutely right. It's not about the money. It's it's about what you're able to do in life because you now have control over the money. So the money's no longer controlling you. The money's no longer telling you, okay, I got to go out and get this job over here. No, now you have control and you can actually tell your money every dollar of it where you want it to go and feel really good about that. I love that. Yeah. It adds a confidence to the decisions instead of feeling guilty when you're spending money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, one last question, Tyler. So if people want to reach out, how can they find us? So you can find us either on our website, www.dixon, D-I-X-O-N-W-M, for wealthmanagement.com, or you can uh, call us here at the office, 336-245-8626.
And you can also check out uh, our previous podcast as well as upcoming episodes on Google Play, Spotify, um, Apple. I almost said iTunes, but iTunes isn't even a thing anymore, is it? That's crazy, man. We were the generation (laughs) of iTunes starting and finishing. Yeah. Wow. Hard to believe. I mean, it's come and gone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, iTunes or (laughs) not iTunes. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts and Anchor.fm. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook page. We have the Facebook page for the Financial Edge podcast. Every single one of our episodes is posted on there too. And then coming down the pipeline, we do want to know how you guys are doing with the 30-day challenge. Yeah. How has that been going? Have you been able to, to read consistently? Do you know your numbers? I mean, these are these are great. So we'll give an update on our side too on the next podcast. That sounds like a great idea. All right. Well, guys, thanks for tying in today. We've enjoyed being with you. Thank you for taking us with you in your car, on your way to your job, on your way to church, on your way to wherever you're going. If it's the grocery store, if you got your earbuds in, you're listening to us while you're shopping for bananas, we're glad to be with you. This is the Financial Edge Podcast.